yeah, it is. We're Stevie M on something for the weekend, sir. All your news about the weekend. Slightly different this week because we've got uh, guests in, uh, as promised. Uh, we've got uh, some chats from um, the Crew Railroaders, our local uh, American football side. We've got Steve Valentine, who's the team general manager. We've got Jason Smith, who's the head coach of the senior team. And we've got a rookie player, uh, Sean Povell. Hi lads, how, how are we? All right. Yeah, good, thank you. Uh, now you've been here before, and uh, we we talked about American football. And as I said at the time, I don't know much about it, and I, <laughs> I still don't. I got to be honest. Um, but just to remind people, um, you, you know, give us a bit of history about the Crew Railroaders and stuff. Yeah, sure. Well, Crew were actually one of the first teams in the UK when it was set up in 1984, mm -hmm. and they played in the British leagues in 1985. Um, did well, got. Uh, very close to the playoffs um, so the team ran for a few years then and then as the UK game kind of subsided they, the team folded and we restarted it in 2011 Right. and we've been playing ever since with a senior team which is great and then the last two years we've also had a youth team for age 13 to 16 and this year we've started a junior team for 17 and 18 year olds okay because um, we spoke about this last time didn't we about American football in this country in general it's what well, you've just really gone through it it started off really well mm. and then faded away yeah but now it's, it's it's I think it's safe to say it's coming coming back yes yeah I think yeah. It, it started a, f a few years ago particularly with the university scene kind of picked up okay on it. yeah, there's, yeah. Quite, there's quite a big kind of university uh, league mm. including a couple of really good local teams I know Kiel Crusaders have made it to the playoffs for the first time this year all right so including some of our coaches helping out there yeah. with, but they've done great right um, so I think that was kind of part of the kickstart and it, it started spreading again there are new teams joining the league every year mm. at all levels I mean in our in our youth team uh, level this year, there are two new clubs in the northwest, so okay. they're actually playing in a league of eight teams. Oh, right. And do they do the same thing? Do they go through to like a junior Super Bowl or something? Do they do that, or is it just a league? That there is a yeah, there yeah. is a knockout phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing is, uh, is very yeah. much geared towards that. The, the, I guess the big difference for them is that youth level, what they do is they have competition days. Right. So there'll be four teams together oh, okay, on right. the same day. Yeah, yeah. And they'll each play each other like mm. a half hour game. Mm. So it just saves on all the cost of travel and everything. So. Sure, sure. Right, well, let, let's talk about the railroaders because uh, your season starts uh, mid-April, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess you're gearing up for that. I keep seeing pictures, uh, Jason, on uh, your social media, on yeah, Instagram, yeah, of uh, these players... Yeah, we're putting up uh, stuff on social media, yeah. showing people doing all the training uh -huh. we've got going on at the moment. Our season starts April the 19th. Okay. Um, with an away game to our local rivals, Staffordshire Surge, uh -huh. um, which we're all looking forward to. Try and get a bit of revenge this time round. What do you reckon? Definitely, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, I'll take it lost last time. <laughs> yeah, <it was> <laughs> <laughs> the very first game we had with them was a close game. It was just towards the the end of the third quarter we started to lose the game then which was a shame um, our home game we didn't do too well we just weren't at, at the uh, we weren't at the races really for that home game um, but we're, big changes are being made this yeah. year yeah yeah um, I've come in as the head coach we've put some really big changes in recruited really well mm -hmm. um, especially at the coaching level we've done really well at the coaching level um, that's being passed on to the guys like Sean um, we keep them busy. Mm -hmm. um, I think once you start doing that, 
we're able to progress the team and that's what we're aiming to do. So how much training do you do? I mean, a couple of times a week, is it? Or? No, at the moment we're doing just on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. We do two hours on the Sunday. Okay. Um, in that two hours, as Sean will tell you in a minute, mm. we work them hard. Mm. We don't give them a chance to rest. It, it, mm. You've got to put a lot of effort in, a lot of work in those mm. two hours. Um, as the summer months come in, Mm. We will probably go on and do more training then, because mm. so, people, obviously they're working, so mm. we're trying to get them and then organise them in their time. Mm. Um, they have to give up quite a bit of their own time anyway to come and mm. play the game, so you're trying to organise it all between them and their family and their work. Sure, of course. And I, I should imagine there's a, a difference between training and actual playing, of course there is, obviously there is in any uh, sport, but I, I should imagine you can train people as much as you like and hit them as hard as you like in training but you're not going to get as hit as hard in a real game would I would I be safe safe in saying that I mean so, like you said your local yeah. rivals yeah. Staffish the Surge they're, yeah. they're, they're not going to give any quarter are they no well? no I mean <coughs> what we try and do is in training we'll try and replicate things mm. um, but there's always going to be that controlling element yeah. in there because what you don't want to do is get the guys where they're going to be injured and they're going to miss a season mm. so it's up to me as the head coach to man manage the whole thing mm. um, but you've got to gear it, gear it up at little steps mm. um, ready for those games mm. so they don't go into something unexpected sure. so if the big hit happens it yeah. happens yeah, yeah. but they'll have already experienced some of that anyway and I know from when we spoke last time because you and I'm, I'm sure you still are you know you're after players all the time yeah. uh, or, or people to join you and we're talking about uh, people of all abilities, aren't we? We're, we're talking about someone who's never played before yeah, to a yeah, season pro, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that must be difficult as well, because obviously you've got someone turning up who's never played before to someone that's obviously, you know... Has experience, yeah. 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 So that, that, from a coach's point of view, it, it's got to be difficult, because you've got to show them how to play the game mm-hmm. to start off with, without, yeah, yeah, yeah. without showing them the tactics. No, so, I mean, when you guys come along, and we've had quite a few that have come along that have had no experience whatsoever, mm. in some of the cases have had no contact experience whatsoever. Mm. Um, so you're learning, that you're teaching these guys, while, te- like you said, teaching the the guys who have got all that experience yeah. and you're able to adapt your coaching styles mm. for each individual player and that's one of the things that I've brought in is to be able to teach the coaches and keep on them you've got to be able to adapt mm. with each player mm. you know that's um, that's the hard part um, but it's the enjoyable part as well because you're seeing these guys progressing doesn't matter their ex- doesn't matter the experience that you have. You're always learning in this game. Sure. I mean, I've been coaching for I dread to think how long. <coughs> Coming up to about twenty odd years mm. now, I'm, I'm still learning now. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. You're always learning things. Yeah. Um, for like of Sean, when he's come along, it's a completely new thing for him. He's got mm. played flag, um, which is the non-contact version mm. into contact, and it's just. You're taking it up to a whole new level, and his his learning curve is huge. And how have you found that, Sean? Uh, it's, to be honest with you, it's been really, really enjoyable mm. in the sense that it's it's challenged me to become a better player overall. And the, it goes both ways because it's made me a better flag player and it's made me a better contact player because I can take elements of both. Mm. Um, but like Jason quite rightly says, it's it's a steep learning curve, and oh, you either sort of go with it and to get used to it or you're in danger of getting left behind mm. but working together with the coaches with the other mm. players well, inevitably we all sort of come through 
Because uh, I suppose the experienced players help you out as well. Exactly right? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got such a good bunch <coughs> of players whereby <coughs> you know if people are injured, <coughs> they're still there at training. They'll still sort of pull you aside and say, you know, maybe try this next time. Do this. <coughs> do that. You know, someone's always there to sort of pull you along. And if if you're in a rut and really struggling with it, you know, someone is inevitably going to have been there before <coughs> and know the way out. So it's <coughs> it's quite helpful that someone's always going to be there to support you. So uh, the, the other thing, uh, I guess, if someone turns up and says, oh, well, I'd like to have a go at this, and um, you show them and, and they really take to it, yeah. I guess then you have to say to them, I think your best position is... Yeah. Something. Because yeah. They, 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 before they turn up, they haven't got a clue, have they? I think because I've got the experience of working in the game for so long, you could kind of pick up what that person's skill set is. So we oh. had a guy came along and he wanted to be a wide receiver... Um, I'm talking about JJ. JJ. Yeah, he wanted to be a wide receiver, and you could see how he was. And you have that little chat with him. He goes, "said What did you do sports-wise other than American football?" He mm. goes, "Oh, played football. What mm. position do you play? A centre back." When guess what? You're going to be yeah. defensive player then. Because the mindset. Let's explain to people: wide receiver is yeah. is just that. He's, he's, he's the, the one you want to throw a ball to, and he that's runs right. Yeah, he's going to okay, be the catcher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for JJ, he started off one of the guys. He wanted to catch the ball. But you can see he's got a defensive mindset. Yes. Um, so you have not chat with him. You can see what he's going to do. Right, I'm going to move your position to another position mm. now. The same with um, Sean when he's come along. And I said, actually, you're going to be a very good safety because it's the way you read what's happening around you. Mm. You know you've got that experience. That's where you want to go. So he just went, off you go. You so what, what position are you then, Sean? So currently I play safety. Which is what? I don't know. What, what, what is that? Almost like last line of defence. So okay. you, you sit in the deeper third of the field. Mm. Of of the defensive team, you're most likely to the quarterback because you're reading the entire field underneath you okay. and sort of moving your position on the field in accordance to what's going on. Right. Um, it's... It's a position where you've, you've got to be agile, you've got to be able to move, and you've got to have a level of understanding of the game, because otherwise you just get lost. Because mm. the yeah, field's pretty well, damn big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so in the defensive thing, what you're, you're, you're basically trying to block people and get a turnover, presumably. Is that, yeah, yeah, the turnover is. Oh, it's it's a big deal. Yeah, if, yeah. That, if the mm. quarterback is going to put the ball up, mm. then I know from my perspective, I'm making a play on it. Mm. I want to read where that's going, and I want to put myself in a position mm. to either be the first person to hit the the guy that's catching it mm. or catch it before he does sure. and return yeah. it for, well, hopefully six points or okay. you know at least give us better field position mm. so that the offence can then come on and, and do their thing. So what? So before you had this position, then what? What? What did? You, what did Sean do? Or is it? You, you've realised yeah. that that's probably his best position because yeah. you can because you can read the game and yeah. So when yeah. Sean first came along, you could see that he's <coughs> doing what a defensive back mm. would do, and that was the guy that was covering the actual wide receiver. Mm. And you're looking at way Sean played the game, mm. um, and I was involved highly in his coaching, and I said actually no this is where you need to be that, that safety bit mm. there because you're reading the game better than other people are yeah. that's just from his experience playing mm. flag so you just you have that word with you didn't we and we just go right this is where we want you to play yeah, it came as a surprise to me because I, I never thought that, that was the position for me I, I was like oh, I'll play defensive back mm. you know it seems like it seems like the right idea and then a couple of conversations later it's like well you know what okay if, if you think this is right for me and then Started to almost believe it myself, and now mm. I firmly believe that it's, it is the position to me, and it, you know, it's where I want to play. Good. So, um, 
are you set up for the season then, player-wise? Or, or? We're always after more players, mm. whether they're experienced or inexperienced. Um, we want people to come and join the Railroaders family, and that's mm. what we are, really. I think mm. as Sean's come along and he's seen us, um, the way that we do things, it is one big family. Mm. We all, we're all brothers that look after each other. Um, that's the really important part, and we'd like to portray that part of us mm. as being a, a club that looks after each other um, works hard for each other yeah. don't I mean and, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed the season the pre-season mm. so far has been absolutely spot on we've um, upped what we've done in terms of how we coach mm. um, we've upped what we're doing in terms of how we deliver that coaching and we've upped up all the hard work for mm. these guys and it's paying off now isn't it yeah I mean I think the only thing I would say from my perspective is that you know, you turn up on Sunday, you do your two hours, and you just end up wanting more. And I think that mm. that speaks volumes about the coaching and you know the drills that we're actually doing. Because yeah, you're tired mentally and mm. physically, but you always want to do that a little bit more. So I think when we sort of develop into the season and we've got games coming up, and we can then start to train more, yes, yeah. that appetite for the game mm. will sort of then be not necessarily suppressed, but it'll be fed. Because um, if you you know you speak to anyone who is in, into the sport. The chances are they can't get enough of it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I literally pretty much every weekend I spend playing American football, whether mm. it's flag contacts, you know, something mm. American football is always going on for me on the weekends, mm. and still can't seem to get enough of it. Which is, and as you say, once you get into the season and start playing and getting really competitive, mm-hmm. um, things will start taking off. Yeah. Uh, talking of uh, next season, uh, then Steve. Uh, so, uh, who are you playing? Um, what what conference? Are the railroad okay. Well, we're in the northern half of the country, so they divide it immediately <coughs> north mm-hmm. and south. And then within the north, they've all split it into regions. And the regions that they did last year were kind of on horizontal bands across the country, so we played people roughly at our geographical mm. level. Um, this year, there's been there's always new teams coming in, as we mentioned before, joining mm. the league. And, and the two that have joined in the north this year are both in the Yorkshire and the northeast. Okay. So what the, the UK league have done is they've actually created an east-west split. Right. So the east has got a full complement of teams. Unfortunately, on the west side, which is where we are, there's only four teams. Okay. So we're one of those four. Mm. So our eight-game season is against three other teams. So we play from the other geographical half, if you, if you like. All yeah. from the all yeah. from the northwest. Yeah. Yeah. So as, mm. as Jason has said, we've got Staffordshire Surge mm. and ourselves, and then the other two teams uh, further north, which is one in Morecambe Bay and one in Furness, um, which yeah. is Barrow in Furness. Yeah. Okay, and do you know the other teams that you're playing yet, then, or the? Yeah, those. No, that that's it. That will oh, okay. be the eight games. Oh right. Yeah, oh, just against those right. three okay. teams. So uh, at the end of the eight games, then um, it then goes on to a knockout stage, does it? So how, how many t- is it? The just the team that uh, finishes top of the conference? Yeah, it? yeah. So the the league runs from the from the middle of April, as Jason explained, mm. our first game through to the end of July. Mm. And then from then, through August, there's then playoffs. Okay. So you're then in a northern, a complete northern group for playoffs. Oh, I see, right. So mm. at that point, there's then going to be eight teams out mm. of all the conferences okay. that then work through a playoffs mm. to a final that is usually around the bank holiday, August bank holiday weekend. Oh, right, OK. And you, you don't know where that is yet, do you? It's Not yet. It's different no. places every year, no. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, league, the league try yeah. to work it out each year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, let's play a bit of music, and uh, when we come back, we'll um, we'll get more into American football in this country because uh, I think it's getting more and more popular, isn't it? And uh, 
very much. Let's talk about the um, Super Bowl uh, that I didn't watch. <laughs> right, I want to talk about, so before we talk about American football in this country, I, I, I was going to ask you about your junior teams. I know you touched on it. Um, I'm guessing um, you, you want those guys to end up playing for the first team and you coach them all, all in the same way, presumably? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of what Sean says, you know, what you find with, with people with this sport is they have a passion for it, and when that passion starts, when they're a child, they'll they'll take it with them into later mm. life. So the the strategy that we started, like, three years ago, was to, for developing the club, we wanted to start with a youth team, so kids from the age of 13 can come and play with us. Full contact, American football, be properly coached, safely coached, mm -hmm. and play you know, proper competition with other teams around the country and then go into a youth team, 16 to 17, so that by the time they're 18 years old, still interested and still loving American football, yeah, yeah, yeah. they can come and join the senior team with three to four years experience of what it's like to play the game. So you started that three years ago, yeah. so uh, the guys that started three years ago are now in your middle team if you like so it, uh, has it worked I mean or is it working yeah it yeah. has done so yeah. far like I say the plan was to start with youth and then move to mm. junior and we've, mm. we've we had a you know a good first season last year in the leagues mm. but we've already got this year six six lads that were too old to play with the youth team this year so we've mm. set up a junior team okay. for them mm. you know we've already recruited more people from the college where we are now mm. with the cat because um, mm. obviously that's the right age group 17 18 right, for those yeah. guys to come along yeah so we're gradually building it. So they'll play as, as an associate team this year because it's their first year, mm. and then hopefully in the leagues themselves next year. And is there a, a ladies' American football team? Yeah, there's one yeah. in Cheshire. Well, there's, yeah. there's Manchester Titans have a ladies' team, mm. but there's one in Cheshire as well near Chester. Is it the Cheshire Bears? Cheshire Bears. Cheshire Bears. Cheshire Bears. Yes. I mean, yeah. like when I was on a previous team, um, I, was, I was at Staffordshire Sedge as their head coach, and. It's unusual, really unusual, but I had two women mm. in the men's team. Okay. So it's all inclusive. Um, they came along and said, can I play mm. in the men's team? They wanted to really push themselves and mm. test themselves. Um, one of the girls, Phoebe, is she's a phenomenal athlete. She's, she's awesome. <laughs> she's awesome. Yeah, she is a proper athlete. Mm. Um, and she just fitted in straight away. Really mm. did. Um, the other girl, Amy, struggled a little bit, but because you're going to a whole new level. Of course, yeah. It's just for for us, we just had to make sure we had all the changing facilities mm. ready for them and stuff like that. But I have no, I had no issues with having a female um, player at the moment. We have a female coach. Um, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So Jauncey uh, has joined us, Coach Jauncey. Um, I initially got her into American football. Mm. Many years ago, when I was at Chester Romans, um, I brought her on board. She wanted to learn, um, stayed with me for a couple of years, and she's been with me at Surge, and now she's joined me at a crew. Um, doesn't bother me having male, female, as long as you love the sport yeah, as yeah. much as I do mm. and want to be involved in the sport, especially the British American football, as long as you want to be involved in that, mm. I'm happy. Right. Well, let's talk about American football in general, in this country anyway. Um, I think we've established that um, it's slowly but surely on the rise again. Yeah. Um, I know you must get frustrated. I know I, I, I have been trying to find out about British American football because it's very difficult, isn't it? You know, the, the online presence just 
it's either it's either not there or it's out of date, isn't it? Yeah. It's seen, it must be frustrating for you, you know, to to try and market the game. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because you know when it when when American football first came out in the UK in the mid eight mid to late eighties, um, it was very well organised, very well promoted. Um, so Budweiser were one of the big league sponsors. The Bud Bowl was the the pinnacle at the end of the season. There were other people, you know, Pepsi and so on, really promoted the promoted the game as well. So it was quite a decent profile. We used to get players over from America mm. that would come and play in the British leagues, uh, all at yeah. all levels, and it really helped us as you know as players and coaches to kind of develop at the time. But then the league kind of lost its way. Yeah. Um, and as you said, a lot of the promotion is really done at a team level now. Because mm. um, you have to, don't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now they've they've recognised, you know, credit to the guys that are running the game. They recognised this a couple of years ago, mm. and they wanted to approach Sport England at a national level mm. um, to get us uh, to a higher higher level of professionalism and get more sponsorship and involvement in the game. So they've worked with Sport England, and they're going through the stages at the moment um, to improve the way that they run their administration so that they can be compliant with Sport England regulations so that they can actually start to move forward. So they are going through the steps. One of the first steps they did towards the end of last year was appointed a paid CEO to run the okay. UK game, right. um, which is a really good guy mm. who was previously with the FA. Mm -hmm. So again, understands professional sport, sure. what it's all about. Mm. Uh, he's come in with a lot of energy, as you'd expect, mm. um, and he's taking it forward. So we've got a league meeting tomorrow, which crew are represented at, as, as with all the other teams. Um, well, we'll keep moving it forward. And then go forward from there, yeah. yeah. And so let's talk about the NFL because we just had the uh, Super Bowl, haven't we? Mm -hmm. um, talk to me about that. So uh, I, I didn't see it, I must admit. Go on, sure. I guess you, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess uh, you lot watched it, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What time? What, 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 as early as the morning, is it? Uh, 11.30 kickoff. Okay. Um, I think it went on till. Three, yeah, three. Yeah, three. three okay. We, you know, quite fortunately, some of the coaches and players, we all got together at Albert's Corner. Uh, you know, we made a little event of it. Oh, okay. Um, they were they were good enough to put mm. on a buffet, so food, drink, mm. you know, and but, but even beforehand, all the players we got together, we playing pool and that together. So it's just it's taking that team environment off the football field and then you know just putting it into real life. Sure. Um, yeah. and, it, and it does go beyond that. Mm. So that was nice. But you know, Super Bowl is a game. It, it was better than the year prior. Mm. I think that's uh, yeah. you can say that comfortably because the year before was just so defensive, and even as a defensive player, it was boring to right. watch. Um, but you know, 49ers and Chiefs probably, without doubt, two of the more exciting teams of the league this mm. year, uh, and they put it all on the field. And I, I was quite happy because the Chiefs won. That's who I wanted to win it, but not my personal team of choice. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was it was an enjoyable game because it, there's a lot of hype that goes into it and a lot of passion and you know it, it all boils down to the Super Bowl even from, from week one it's it's all geared towards the mm. Super Bowl being the, sure. the end result and I think I think that's with, with the NFL um, it because it, because American football over here is popular from from an NFL's perspective because they play at Wembley uh, Jackson and Tottenham, yeah, Jacksonville. Jacksonville uh, are we said last time are sort of an adopted yeah. British side now. Yeah. And you, you told me they're playing twice this. And, yeah, so yeah. there's four games each mm. year in the UK. So when so does when when does the American season start again? Then? It's only just finished, presumably. Yeah, their their playing season starts beginning mm. of September. Oh, okay, right. 
So, so sorry, you're interested. So yeah. Jackson are coming home twice then, are they? Yeah, so there's four games in yeah. London, which there has been for the last four or five years. Mm. Uh, two at Wembley and two at the Tottenham Stadium, which has got an NFL Oh, yes, pitch. Yeah, I remember saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this year, for the first time, Jacksonville are actually playing two games. Because mm. all, all the other years, each of the four games has been two different teams, or eight mm. teams come in every year. Mm. Uh, but this year, Jacksonville are actually held in two home games in okay. London. So, and it's actually been stated that this year, for the first time, that they do want Jacksonville to be relocated to what to the London. UK. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I know we, uh, I know we spoke about this before. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, American teams are not a lot of them are not actually based where they come from if you know what I mean are they yep. they move about all the time they do they? they do and the big mm. one obviously this year is the um, Los Angeles Raiders or Oakland Raiders okay. um, who are moving to Las Vegas right oh okay which is a really big deal yeah, yeah. Massive. Oh, the Rams did it not too long ago as well they San Diego they, yeah they did their relocation I mean, so following the money is it Oh, Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. it's it's a money league and it's mm. big money as well. So, as far as Jacksonville is concerned, then if 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 you think that they would lo relocate to the mm. UK, um, it's obviously got to be worth their while financially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but then I suppose thinking about it, if they did, uh, they fill out Wembley, don't they? Uh, every time yeah, they play. Yeah. Uh, so. I guess from your point of view, you know, the crew railroaders and and British American football teams, that's got to be a good thing, isn't it? I mean, you know, that that support or enthusiasm would filter down? Yeah, I mean... I mean is that what you're hoping, I guess? The, well, the, the Jags have done a really good kind of PR job in the UK up till mm. now, and I know, Sean, you were saying you went to a Jags competition before. Yeah, one based in uh, in Manchester, and there was a lot of teams that turned up to that one. Albeit it was flagged, but, you know, it's still promoting the sport so they've gone about you know doing all the groundwork of promoting their brand across mm. across the british american football field mm. which is great that's step one but i think what they'll be looking to do now is promote it across the country so at yes. a higher kind of level yeah yeah and that and that, and that, that won't that do you any harm at all will it uh, that yeah absolutely yeah. at yeah. that point you'd think that the british game is then going to get mm. tied into that very mm. much you know you'd think for example uh, player recruitment Mm. They might start looking at more UK players on player recruitment. Yes. There are UK players in the league over mm. in America at the moment, mm. um, but you'd think there'd be more focus on that if they've yeah. got a, a base here. So the future looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It does yeah. look a lot better. Okay, uh, chaps. Look, um, uh, you're always after people, aren't you? Let's let's yeah. uh, let's say to listeners, if you're interested in uh, the Crew Railroaders or American football. Uh, these are the guys to go and see. Well, it's not actually playing, is it? You, you're looking for people behind the scenes as well. Yeah, we're looking for everyone. So we're looking for like game day management. You might want to be just on the sidelines where you're holding up all the yardage sticks. We've got people who um, like might like statics, doing uh, sorry the statisticians type stuff, mm. um, putting all the stuff down at that. We really need all that. Uh, we need game day people who are going to help us all the way through. We need players. Um, we need. Everything really. Uh, if you if you like American football, come down, get involved in the British American football scene, and you'll soon get hooked in. Mm, mm. And it's it's not necessarily uh, like in American football, is it? You, yeah, I guess it's one of these things that you said you, uh, earlier that you're you're one big family. Yeah, we are. you could come down and could volunteer to mm. do these things and not know anything about the game. Yeah get into the game and uh, it's a social side as well yeah there's it? a social yeah. side to it it's, it's, it's about um it's been part of a team isn't it yeah of course yes yeah. and everyone likes to be part of 
a team as such and, and, and that feeling of being all together um, enjoying all the aspects that go along with all that uh, that's what all the guys will buy into when I've been with previous teams and you've got all the people who are behind all the scenes they all like it as well mm. Mm. good stuff right well if anyone wants to get in touch uh, with you what do they have to do so at the moment we are on uh, social media mm -hmm. um, we've got Instagram we've got Facebook we've got Twitter, we've mm -hmm. got email accounts on there with information on there as well. We're just setting up our new website, which will be going live 1st of March. 1st of March. 1st of March, okay. so we've got a guy who's looking after all that. Mm. That's looking really good. So you, there are information on there where you mm. can get in touch with us. Uh, look us up. It doesn't matter your if you were looking to play your physical ability, uh, if you want to say your athletic ability, come on down. Uh, as coaches, we've got that experience where we can turn you into a football player. Mm. If you want to join us, uh, join the railroaders as a support staff, we're more than happy to speak to you and go through what we need to do in terms of that. Okay, well that that's fine, and I wish you best of luck for the thank you very coming much. season. Thanks, uh, and come back and tell us how you got on. We will do. We will. Yeah. Or, or should, should I? I should follow you more now, shouldn't I? Should, you should. Because I do. I do this sports review uh, every uh, on every show every Friday. You're looking yeah. forward to the weekend, and then it's mainly football this time of year, obviously. Um, but uh, we'll have to include the crew railroad as well, we? If you would, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right, uh, chaps. It was great to see you again. Uh, best of luck for the future. Thank you. And uh, see you soon. Thank, Thank you very much. much. This is the cat.